Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the conversation. We are Symbol Athletica, the brand of the purpose-driven. We stand for people that have made the decision to stand for something in their lives. And yes, we do have the audacity to believe that if there's anyone with the potential to change this world and make it better, it's people on a mission just like you. Well, today's conversation is inspired by multiple conversations I've had over the last two, three weeks. Been speaking to a lot of people about that are right now starting new ventures, starting new projects, taking um, left turn, right turns in their lives, making dramatic changes, uh, making the decision to acquire brand new skill sets, a host of different things. But at the bottom of all these things, we end up talking around the functional idea of a very powerful notion. And I've come to call this idea the Formula One idea. Formula One. And it's, it's, I call it Formula One because it's inspired by Formula One racing, right? Formula One racing is the pinnacle of automobile engineering and racing, where you have some of the best and brightest minds in the world, backed by some of the deepest pockets in the world, all on a singular mission to produce the, the best team that can get the best performance out of a car in a race, right? It's incredibly, incredibly competitive. And the performance that they generate is industry changing. A lot of things filter their way back down to everyday cars from the extreme bar, high bar they set on themselves and just making cars better in the Formula One races. It also reminds me of, a, I saw an ad many, many years ago, maybe 15 years ago or more. I actually tried to find it, but couldn't. I'm pretty sure it was an ad by Porsche, the car company. And what they did was they had a picture of a, of a, of a Formula One car, kind of like with the body removed so you could see all the interworkings, you know, all the engine and the shocks and all that stuff. And then they... They, color, they colored everything in that car that had to be changed if they lowered the car by one inch. Or one inch. If they lowered the, the height of the car to the ground by, by, by just an inch or so, that car was so finely tuned that you had to make subtle adjustments to a half a dozen other things in the car. Shocks and the carburetor, all kind of stuff. That one little adjustment made a cascading domino effect of all these other things that needed to be adjusted to handle that difference in height and to squeeze out just a little bit more performance, which, which ultimately would just be fractions of a second in terms of, of a difference in time. So those two ideas are a great overlay for a metaphor that I use with my own strategic planning and I, I encourage others to use in their own strategic planning and it's called the Formula One. And it's how to avoid the nuance of nothing. So I hope you find this useful. Uh, let's get ready to grow. Roll. <laughs> like a Formula One race car. <laughs> All right, the Formula One method. 
how to avoid the nuance of nothing. All right. Because I'm so motivated about this and I, I, I love you guys so much, I'm going to give you the extra, the bonus of this conversation first. So I'm going to talk about the things that aren't a part of today's message, but I think are equally as important and related to this metaphor. The first thing is in this metaphor of Formula One racing, right, performance, you are both the driver and the car. You are both of those things. You are both the driver and the car. And your responsibility in terms of performance from you and around you. Now, I know a lot of people are come into this, you know, go into new ventures and businesses and projects thinking that their responsibility is to get more out of others, right? Or more out of the, the, the process. But we're going to invite you to get more out of yourself. You are both the driver and the car. Now, the driver and the car could not win without a team, right? There's a huge team of people supporting the driver and his performance in the car. And this team is comprised of experts, specialists, specialists and experts. The structure of his approach, the car, right, is is engineered, is architect and engineered, right? So you have a team of specialists and experts. There's some engineering done in your approach. And the drivers go through constant and consistent training, constant and consistent training, both to handle the broad physical challenge of the race, but secondary to understand the mental challenges of the race and to hone their instincts, their gut feeling, their ability to make decisions in real time, in the moment. That's the responsibility of the driver getting the most out of his car. So keep that in mind. That's bonus. Keep that in mind that you are the driver and the car and you have to be surrounded by a team, team of specialists, experts, and the structure of your performance will be built upon engineering, something that was engineered. All right. It's not luck. It's not random. It's not just a driver, a person waking up one day and deciding they want to be Formula One champion and they just find their way to a race and get in a random car and drive fast and win. That's not how it happens. And neither, is it, and neither do people just wake up tomorrow and go be successful in any challenging venture or fundamental change to their direction, path, destiny. All right. So here's the basic idea. Remember that I talked about the ad that I saw many, many years ago when they made the slight, the slight change to a car, lowering it an inch or so. And then there was a cascading effect of all the other changes they needed, adjustments they needed to make to the car to take advantage of that height change. A nuanced change, a very subtle change, could have dramatic impact on results if, if all the necessary adjustments are made. But, but here, here's the, the, the gist of today's message. That is only true for a car that is already optimized and at the top end of its performance. 
If you drop a Formula One race car an inch or so, then that car is so fine-tuned and it moves so fast and it's pushing the upper limits of its capabilities and the driver capabilities. It's at that high level of the spectrum of its limits that making a subtle change at that level creates a huge difference in output. If you were to go outside and, and lower your car, I'm assuming you don't have a Formula One race car in your garage or your driveway. If you were to go outside and lower your car an inch or two, it wouldn't change anything. There would be no need for you to change shock absorber, suspension, steering, um, drivetrain, no, braking system, none of that stuff, right? Because, and that's because, it's not because the science of aerodynamics and the science of, of um, automotive drive is different, is that your car is not optimized to run at the higher level of its limits where subtle changes make these massive difference in performance. It just doesn't matter. You could literally, it doesn't matter if you go out and you change your tires, it, 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 it'll make a slight difference to your performance, but one, not one that's going to matter and probably not even one that may no, you may even be able to note, to notice. So, so how, what does this have to do with personal strategy and launching ventures and launching businesses and changing direction and, and acquiring new skill sets? Well, most people, believe it or not, get fixated on the nuances of their change. The little things, the things outside of the core of what they do. So let's just say the, the core of a race car is its ability to start up, get going, and go really fast. You know, Most people get, get focused on the nuance of the change. So they get focused to people that are, I'll make it real practical and hopefully bring this home. Most people that make the decision to go out and lose 20 pounds, they get caught up in what their workout clothes needs to be and, you know, the style of their, their, combina- their, their outfit and, you know, the, the status of their gym and just a, just a lot of things, but they don't have the basics in place. Right. They're looking for a nuance. They're looking for that nuance adjustment, that slight adjustment that they can make to have all these huge impacts. Right. This magic pill or potion or powder that they can take or this drug that they can use or this. They, they look for these nuanced changes, but they don't have the core, the basics in place. They don't have the cars not running at a high speed, that running down the road fast enough for, for these nuanced changes to have the, the uh, noticeable effect. Right. So there's a core function, there's a core output that must be met before the nuanced things can matter, right? If you're a car, your car needs to be moving at, I don't even know how fast the car needs to be moving for that inch to make a difference. Maybe 180 miles an hour, you know, when a car can do 200 plus miles an hour or close to 200 miles an hour, you probably have to be at the upper range of that level for these nuanced changes that they make on a Formula One race car to generate the output that matters in that game. So what matters? So the question is, before you focus on the the nuance of your endeavor, right? I I gave some examples in fitness. 
in business, you know, people are, they make the decision that they're going into, you, you fill in the blank, the type of business. It could be any type of business, online business, restaurant, spa, it doesn't matter what the business is. Because what they focus on are the nuances of that business. The, you know, the, the details of the website, the, how their home office is organized, the type of desk they have and chair they use and files, how they file, you know, that stuff. They're focused on all of that. They're, they're focused on, on the, the font on their business cards and all these different things outside the core of what their business is about. The people that are trying to make a fundamental change in skill set are focused on, you know, things that are outside of them doing the fundamental basics of adjusting their skill set. They're focused on ancillary things. And here's the danger in doing that. The danger in doing that is because all action requires effort and focus. All action requires effort and focus, right? So I like to pick on the fitness category because the metaphors are easy to relate to. But, you know, if your goal is to lose 25 pounds as fast as you can and you're focused on, you know, the, the, the brand or the, the color of your workout clothes, that actually takes some effort and focus to, to make that happen. And the danger in that is when you combine effort and focus, you can be seduced. You, you get the sensation of movement, right? Progress. When you combine effort and focus and action, you take an action that feels like action. And where there's action, you believe there to be motion. And where you believe there to be motion, you assume that there is progress. So in that analogy, that extreme analogy of somebody that's desperately trying to lose 25 pounds as fast as they can, and they're hung up on the color of their running shorts, that seems funny, right? But people do their version of this. But they feel, they feel the focus and effort of them trying to decide. They feel the focus and effort of them going through the different colors, making a decision. And then from that, it feels like movement. And then they, they, they feel that the movement is progress. So at the end of the day, they spend a lot of time trying to pick the right color of their workout clothes. And they feel, they walk away from that, that exercise, that action, feeling like they made progress towards losing the 25 pounds. They're focused on the nuance, and that nuance is going to yield nothing. That's why I call it the nuance of nothing. In everything we take on that is on this side of a great challenge, and that's launching a venture, making a big change of any meaningful type, there are a handful of things that must be rock solid, right? In the race car example, the car must be able to, you must be able, it must, it must turn on, right? must be able to start it up and it must be able to move down the road, steer it. You can do all those basic things and it must have the capacity to move down the road at a high rate of speed. That's, that's mission number one. So you got to get that. You got to get the car moving down the road before you start to do these little nuanced things that can squeeze just a little bit more out of the upper level of its basic performance. Let that sink in a little bit. So if you look at anything, let's just stick with the fitness metaphor for the, for the time being. You know, if you have to have, let's just go back to remember the example, you're the car, you're the driver, you surround yourself by a specialized team. The team is building structure based on engineering and science, right? 
Not complicated, pretty logical when you think about it. So there are a handful of things, the basics, that you need to get your health car moving down the road or your fitness car moving down the road. One is just basic nutrition. You gotta have that in place, right? If you don't have a basic healthy nutrition plan in place, remember the plans come from specialists, specialists devise their plan based on engineering and science. If you don't have the basic plan in place, you're not gonna get your vehicle moving fast enough for nuances to make a difference. Exercise, gotta have a plan in place. Gotta have some structured plan in place. Plans come from specialists. Specialists have built their plans around science and engineering, right? You got to have the fundamentals in place, rest and recovery. You got to have rest and recovery in place. Without these, just these are just three fundamental things that must be in place before you spend your time focused on the nuances of fitness. You know, what color your workout clothes is, your designer supplements and drugs and all these different things. You know, all these things are secondary. Get the car moving first. The same in business. You know, you can be focused on the font of your business card. You can be focused on um, adding a different icon to your website. You can be focused on how, you know, how you've organized your home office desk and, and what you, the pictures you have on the wall that inspire you. You can be focused on all those things. But fundamentally, if you don't have a, if you're not bringing a, a product of value to the market, if you haven't organized a way to communicate what that value is, and if you haven't reached out to somebody and giving them the opportunity to say yes or no to accepting your offer of value, then you're not in business. Now, you feel like you might be because you're focused on the nuance of nothing. Time and effort and focus feels like movement. Movement feels like progress. So you can spend three hours organizing your home office, three hours getting that right inspirational picture on the wall, three hours getting everything all ready to go. And at the end of that three hours, you can say, whew, man, great day in the work today, great day in business today. When you've done nothing in business today, you're not in business. You're focused on the nuance of nothing. As you can tell, for those longtime listeners to Symbol Athletica, this revolves around a an idea that we focus on all the time. This idea that in any given effort, any given project, there are a handful of things that must be rock solid, fundamental, in place working, and consistently working. We call these things success factors, right? They're just a handful, usually less than five. There are less than five things that must be in place and must be functional and must be functional before you can fine-tune your performance for long-term success. So the takeaway from this Formula One idea is to make sure that you're in a car that's amply moving down the road that will be able to take advantage of the plethora, yes, I use the word plethora, the plethora of nuances available out there to increase to, to get increase incrementally increase your performance. The, the, the choices you have in the world of the nuance, the shopping aisle of the nuance is endless. There are endless number of things that you can choose that that incrementary, incrementally, ah, that's a hard word to say, <laughs> that give you an 
incremental increase in your performance. But now I'm hoping you realize that if you incremental, if you put a, a, a aerodynamic wing on your family car, this is not going to give you any meaningful boost in performance. It might look it might look dramatic. It might look fundamentally different, but the performance of your car is going to be today what it was yesterday, and the car is going to continue to take you to the same places it's always taken you at the same speed it's always been able to take you. No fundamental change. I'm hoping this is making some sense to you. So here's the takeaway and the idea and the homework, if you will. First thing is to make sure what, what's your goal, what are you pursuing, and then to ask yourself, what are the core fundamentals, right? What are a handful of fundamentals? Are they in place? Is my car moving down the road? Am I focused on the fundamentals? Am I focused on making sure that the car is worthy of the nuances, all the things that I can add, all these automated tools, all these, all these things I can do, all these, you know, all these things I can plug in and add to my, to my project to make me go fast? Is my car moving or am I going to try to get a stalled car to go faster? I'm hoping that for some of you, here's a super extra bonus. If you don't know if you're focused on the fundamentals, then you probably are not. And that's a good thing. Don't take that as a bad thing. That means that you haven't even started to yield the benefit or the reward from what you're attempting to do yet. So the first step is awareness. Become aware. What are the fundamentals that must be in place for me, for my, for my effort to be worth it, for my business to succeed, my venture to succeed, me to acquire this new skill set, this new ability, fill in the blank on what your personal mission is. What are the, what are, what are the three to five things that I must, or long, I must commit to mastering over time? And by commit to mastery, I mean... You constantly think about being in place. You constantly are worried about them or are ensuring that they're in place and functioning. And you're constantly trying to see how to improve that core capability. Right. And if then you can start to add into that mix any number of nuances, any number of the nuance additions out there to, to make your fast moving car a race car. And remember that this whole entire conversation was revolved around making two things better, but there are really two things disguised as one thing, and that's you. Because you are both the driver and the car, right? You need to focus, you need to apply these things on making the driver better. And you need to imply these things on making your your performance. When I say you're the car, I mean you set the direction as the driver. You navigate the obstacles in your life as the driver. You, But you are also the thing out of which we are trying to get more performance. It is you. That is the Formula One idea. Hopefully it gave you some insight. Hopefully it gave you some things to think about. You do that little exercise I challenged you on 
on that self-analysis, that always usually ends up in a valuable, meaningful, fine-tuning of yourself. And once you get all these things in place and you get those, those fundamentals in place, then and then you start to add in some of these nuanced things that are now available, these little things you can add in to boost your performance. Now, when you're moving at a high rate of speed, then a small percentage in output change can be the difference between you winning the race, you breaking records, and you becoming a legend. But it's only at the upper levels of the basics of the of the performance that comes from mastering the basics that those nuances can give you that boost. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Symbol Athletica podcast. As always, we'd like you to share this with others. Let them know that there's a conversation being had. Um, We have well over 100 episodes now on many different things, but all of the things revolve around ideas and metaphors and and practical um, psychology, if you will, philosophy that you can use to make you better. That's the end goal here. We, we are, we're an organization, a tribe, if you will, of people that have made the decision to stand for something. And this podcast is committed to giving you something to make you better at getting your something. Thank you for your time and attention, and I will see you on the next episode.